Hello listeners, welcome to Safeguarding Soundbites. It's the podcast that brings you the latest in safeguarding news and alerts. I'm Colin. And I'm Tyler. What are we talking about in this week's episode, Colin? Well, today we're discussing fines facing Meta, TikTok pranks and online challenges, and how one child racked up a hefty bank bill on Roblox. Sounds good. Let's get started with some social media news. It's actually been quite a social media heavy news week. One of the biggest news stories has been about Meta, who have been fined 1.2 billion euros. Now that's around 1 million British pounds for mishandling data by Ireland's Data Protection Commission. This sounds like a familiar story, Colin. It may well, and that's because this isn't the first time that Meta have faced fines for how they handle the data of users in Ireland. This is actually their fifth fine by the Irish regulator. Now, this time the fine is about how their platform, Facebook, transfers the data of EU users to the US without proper safeguarding. Now, this is despite a previous ruling by the European Court of Justice back in 2020 that robust protections must be put in place. And Meta have also been told they have to stop transferring users' data to the US within the next five months. Yes, and they've been given six months to remove any data they already have from their US servers. Well, let's see if we're still talking about this again in six months then. So Colin, we know that social media websites often appear to copy each other's features. Yes, when a feature works really well on one social media platform, we sometimes see a very similar feature pop up on one of the others. Completely by coincidence, I'm sure. Of course. But copyright around social media features is pretty complicated. There's not really any law as such that stops one social media company copying a feature of another. Well, Instagram have announced a new feature coming to the platform this summer. It's a text-based microblogging app that can be integrated with Instagram. But this will also be a standalone app. Sounds like a Twitter competitor to me, Tyler. It does sound like a Twitter competitor. The name of it hasn't been released yet, but with the lots of safeguarding concerns around Twitter, it will be interesting to see what happens, what the app looks like and its parental controls and more. Yeah, definitely something for us to keep an eye on here on Safeguarding Soundbites. Precisely. Listeners, we will keep you in the loop with this one. Now, this week, we released a new shareable about Reddit. The social news website and forum has been around since 2005, but grown in popularity over the last years. The site is made up of thousands of different communities based around topics like news, politics, dating, memes, and of course, cats. Our shareable explains what Reddit is, what the main risks are, and gives some top tips on keeping young people safer. And because it's a shareable, it's perfect for sharing with friends, family and colleagues. You can find it on our Safer Schools app, one of our safeguarding apps and on our website where you can also download it and of course share it on social media. Now, in other news, an 18-year-old has been given a fine after entering a family's home as part of a so-called prank. The prank, which has become popular after trending on TikTok, involves going into strangers' houses uninvited and filming the homeowner's reaction to the post on social media. Now, the young man was fined £365 and given a two-year criminal behaviour order, plus ordered not to publish any content on social media without the express permission of anyone featured in the video. This is one of those pranks that actually are quite scary and have very serious real-life consequences. Yes, and in this case, we have the victims who have to experience that. 
They're at home, relaxing or working, and possibly with their kids around. And suddenly a person, or in some of the videos in this prank, people invading their home. And I'm sure you don't automatically assume, oh, this is a prank. No, I certainly wouldn't. Then you have the perpetrator, this young man of 18, who has a substantial fine to pay and a criminal order act. One of the problems with this type of trending social media prank and online challenge is that young people maybe don't think of the consequences for themselves or for other people. They see these popular videos with lots of people liking and interacting with them. Everyone thinks it's really funny and they want to have that popularity and clout for themselves. Yes, exactly. So what can we do and say to young people in our lives about these types of online challenges and pranks? It's important that we are teaching children and young people to understand risk. It's part of the digital resilience we need to encourage, that they learn to use critical thinking skills and help-seeking behaviours in their everyday interactions. With this story in the news, parents and carers can use this opportunity to engage in a conversation about online challenges. Without showing them any of the videos or content, you can ask questions like, what do you know about online challenges and trends? Why do you think that young people take part in these challenges? Do you know anyone who's been involved in these type of challenges? And do you think these challenges are dangerous and could someone get hurt or in trouble? These are great conversation starters. Very true. Also, this is a great opportunity to have a talk about their trusted adults too, to ensure they know who they can talk to if they're worried about something they've seen online. Great point, Tyler. That's always an important conversation to have and also a great opportunity to reinforce that important message. On to other news. The Scottish government is set to announce an emergency summit on violence in schools. It comes after reported incidents hit the highest level in five years and a report was released by Watchdog Education Scotland that says bullying in Scottish schools may not be being recorded properly. A number of videos have also surfaced online showing attacks between pupils. And an official from teaching union, Naswat, has spoken out saying that it's about time that the Scottish government made strong statements about the rights of teachers to a safe working environment. In other news, the government has released a response to the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse. The inquiry, which was set up in 2015, was a statutory inquiry for England and Wales into how the country's institutions handled their duty of care to protect children from sexual abuse. The final report was published in October last year and contained recommendations in areas such as identifying and reporting child sexual abuse, how the justice system responds and how victims and survivors can be supported. The government has now responded to the inquiry's final report and their recommendations. So what were some of those responses that came from that, Tyler? So on creating a child protection authority in England and Wales, the government has accepted the need for a stronger safeguarding system and says they will ensure relevant actions are included in their reform programme. They've also accepted the need for a registration for staff working in care roles in children's homes and young offenders institutions and secure training centres. The need to protect children from harmful and age inappropriate content online has been accepted and the government referred to the online safety bill requiring companies to assess if their service will be accessed by children and if so, how they can deliver safety measures for them. Now, I know there's lots of other measures and responses, so if people want to read them, they can search online for the government's response to the final report of the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse. Now, furthermore, new figures from a study of school staff have shown that three in four school staff members believe safeguarding concerns have risen. 
The survey conducted by Education Business Tez asked school staff about the number of safeguarding concerns being raised compared to this time last year. They also ask whether staff felt there is sufficient guidance for schools on how to deal with allegations of sexual harassment and violence. 39% said they felt there wasn't. A further one in four said they don't think pupils feel safe at their schools. Quite worrying statistics there, Colin, but it is important that we have these types of studies and surveys in order to highlight these important issues and make our school communities safer. Absolutely. Moving on now to other news, and if you've been meaning to check and change your passwords but have kept putting it off, this next story will likely have you running to your password manager or Googling what is a password manager. Yep. This is the news that a 10-year-old spent more than £2,500 on Roblox after changing the password on their family iPad. Talk about building up a bill. Now, the girl changed the password without her mum noticing, which then allowed her to make payments on the gaming site Roblox. Now, Roblox, if you're not familiar with it, is a a creator system that allows people to design and create their own 3D games, which other users can play. It's mostly free, but people can buy in-game currency that can be spent on things like clothes and accessories for their avatar and there's also some pay-to-play games as well. And this wasn't just one big payment was it either? No, the mother has said that the total was made up of smaller payments so basically 20 here, 20 pounds there. Which means it's easier to miss if this is happening over a period of time. Now this is not the first incident of something like this happening and this is not a case of it's all the mother's fault for not noticing either. Absolutely not Tyler. The problem is that many parents and carers either don't know there's ways to stop this happening or they're of course busy trying to manage busy households and actually sometimes these settings and controls can actually be a little difficult and timely to set or put off or do it another time and that time unfortunately never comes. Which is precisely what I do with my laundry, actually. (laughs) Now, fortunately, putting off doing your washing doesn't run the risk of resulting in a hefty credit card bill. Maybe just a smell. (laughs) No, just a lot of frustration. Maybe a smell when I can't find clean socks. But in this circumstance, what can a parent or carer listening to us right now do to prevent their child racking up bills on games? So this was on an iPad, so I'm going to talk about that but whatever the device or platform there's going to be the equivalent settings and options so with apple you can enable face id or touch id plus ask to buy now these features all mean that as a parent or carer you are physically needed to be there in order to log on to approve any purchase before it goes through Their screen time features also enable parents to be able to stop in-app purchases. And for Roblox itself, there are parental controls to set a limit on how much a child can spend. And you can also set up a spend notifications. So those spend alerts will notify you when your child is trying to make a purchase? Tyler, exactly. And as I've said, all of these options are just for an iPad and for Roblox. Now, most gaming devices, uh, gaming platforms and games will have their own different options. It's just a case of having to go through and enabling them. So whatever your child is playing, I recommend that you go and make sure if there's spend alerts, in-app purchase limits or other options to make sure that those are all set up and enabled. Our safety centre will be a great place for people to find out more information on how to do this. Absolutely, Tyler. Our listeners can go to oursafetycentre.co.uk on any internet browser or 
any of our safeguarding apps, including our Safer Schools apps, where again, you'll find guides to parental controls and safety settings on the most popular games and apps, including Roblox. And one of the great things about the Safety Centre is that there is step-by-step guides with visuals on how to enable and use all of these settings. Including Roblox. Absolutely. Yes, including how to turn on spend restrictions on Roblox. Oh, and I'd just like to finish this story by mentioning that the mum got her money refunded by the bank in the end, thankfully. But this isn't common. And I should say it's really important to take the time now to make sure those settings are in place. Well, that is good news. And speaking of good news, let's finish off today's safeguarding soundbites with our safeguarding success story of the week. This week, it's news that Apple will be releasing a new feature to help make their devices like iPhones and iPads more accessible. The updates are designed to help people with disabilities use their devices easier, including live speech, which will help people with diverse communication or speech needs by reading out loud text, which will help people with diverse communication or speech needs by reading out loud text a user has entered on the feature. And further to that, users can use the personal voice feature to train their device to read text aloud in a generated version of their voice. Apple will introduce a new range of accessibility features later this year. And just one more piece of news before we finish uh, today is the fact that WhatsApp have announced that they're bringing an editing function uh, to messages. Now, this is in a staged rollout. Many uh, of your devices will not have access to this, and it has some limitations around it. But make sure to tune in next week to Soundbites for more information. But that's all from us for Soundbites for this week. We'll be back again next week with more news, alerts, need-to-knows from the online safeguarding world. In the meantime, you can sign up for our safeguarding hub at anique.com to stay up to date. And you can also follow us on social media by searching for Anique Safeguarding Group. Until next time, thank you for listening and stay Stay safe. safe.